0: God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labels. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. We give you praise we glorify your name you that has visited us today thank you for the words you have put in our mouth to pray about and to pray with thank you for the answers thank you for the manifestation in the spirit realm and in the physical thank you for the release thank you for the lights Thank you for the judgment of the spirits of darkness. Thank you for the progress in the life of your people. Thank you for the progress of this house. We are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Our hearts are open tonight to receive your word. Our hearts are open tonight to be blessed by you so we ask you oh god that every one of us that is here we receive a transformation that is coming from your word. thank you father in jesus mighty name we have prayed be seated last sunday we began to look at unveiling the secrets the mysteries of fruitfulness God told us that this year is going to be, for us, a year of unprecedented fruitfulness. Unprecedented means what is so great that has not been seen before. And I want you to know that as God has said it, that is how it's going to happen. We looked at the need... be fruitful and we saw from the parable of the sower that the seed that the sower went out to sow is the word of god and that if we must have fruit we must not play with the seed because fruit can only come from seed and then we saw that from that parable there are four different kind of hearts one is good the other three are limited and hindered in one way or the other the wayside hearts distracted by the world the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit he cannot understand and so when he will not understand immediately the Bible says Satan will come and pick the seed. Satan is interested in the seed because he knows that the seed has the power to bring forth the fruit. If you read that scripture, it said the seed that fell by the wayside is when a man heareth the word and does not understand it, he said, immediately Satan Immediately. What's the meaning of immediately? To show you that Satan was around when the sower was sowing. And is interested in the seed. He picked it. Satan is afraid of the seed. Because he knows the power of the seed. And the second heart is the stony heart that has no root in himself. There is no personal meditation, personal relationship with God to enable the world to grow such that when persecution and tribulation arises because of the world, it becomes unfruitful. And then we saw the thorny hearts Tony hearts among the thorn, the seed among the thorn, is he that heareth the word. And the care of this word and the deceitfulness of riches shook the word, and it becometh unfruitful. We saw a strategy the devil uses. To so make the word of, to make the word of God in the heart of people footful, Using the cares of this world. Cares that seems natural. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? I need a job. I need a, a, a. I. and Jesus was telling the disciples, all these things are what the Gentiles are looking for. Your Father knows that you need them. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And its righteousness. And how many things will be added to you? Seek you first. The kingdom. And its righteousness. Seek you first. Concentrate your heart. Your thoughts. Your mind. On the kingdom seeking. Seeking to advance the kingdom. By your life. And all these things. That the unbelievers. The nations of the Gentiles are looking for. Will be added to you. And we saw first Peter 5 7, he said, casting your cares on him. For he, do, he does what? He cares for you. Casting, casting. Don't carry the cares. Whatever you think that is your problem, Philippians 4 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, do what? Pray about everything. Don't worry about anything don't be agitated don't allow anything to to cause cause you to worry we need to come to the point where there is nothing that happens around you that will destabilize your internal peace there's no amount of chaos there's no amount of disorderliness within your environment that will cause your inner man to lose stability that's what we call peace that passes all understanding. He said, when you carry all your cares and cast it on him, pray and make your request known to him. Peace that passes under- understanding. That's, people cannot understand why in the midst of all these things you are peaceful. You are not moved. Amen Let me have Luke chapter eight, the Luke um, version of the parable. We saw that there are three of them in Luke. Luke chapter eight, verse 14. Luke 8:14. And that which fell among thorns a day, which when they have heard, go forth, and are shocked. Somebody says shocked. These people heard the word, and they went forth. But they are shocked with what? Cures, and riches, and pleasures of this life. And as a result of that, they did not bring forth any fruit to perfection. Third things: cares of this life, riches of this life and pleasures of this life. We must learn to put our trust in God. If we cannot put our trust in God, then we are not different from unbelievers. We are not. Cures of this world, they are legitimate cures. You will see yourself thinking, what am I going to do to solve this problem? So you are the one that will solve the problem. Then riches, what, what is rich? What, what are riches? What are riches? Matthew version says, deceitfulness of riches. Riches are not problem. But there is a spirit called Mammon behind riches. Mammon. Jesus spoke about mammon. It is this spirit called mammon behind the riches that causes men to be deceived by riches. These are the things that make people unfruitful when they hear the word. So how does riches deceive? Through mammon. Number one. What are the marks of those that are deceived by riches? Number two. And then, how can one avoid being deceived by riches? So that the word of God that have come to your life or that are coming to your life or that will come to your life will bring forth fruit. Amen. There are four ways Mammon deceives men. There are four aspects of deceitfulness of riches that you must watch after. Number one. Mammon, will teach men that money can solve all problems. See, so when you get money, all your problems don't what? It makes people to think like that. And when it gets you to start thinking that way, then you see yourself Valuing money and the pursuit of it Above God And the things of God But it's a lie It's a deceit Deceit means deception is lying Lying Money cannot solve all problems There are people that Are sick and they have money and they spent all their money to get healed. And yet, they are not healed. Two of us. There are people that, if it is about money, they would have been alive by now. Three of us. If it's about money, they have all the money to keep themselves alive. But they are gone. Because money cannot keep them, give them life. There are people that have money but they don't have peace. They don't have peace. They are troubled. You will look at them some say hey, this man has money. I say no. He doesn't sleep in the night. He doesn't have rest. He's troubled. There are people that got money, but they don't have joy. They have money, no joy. They try to use money to make themselves happy. After all of that, they are still sad. Money does not solve all problems. God does. Another way riches is deceived by the voice of Mammon is to get you a list. A new list anytime money enters your hand. Anytime money enters your hand it comes with a list. And that list We become so so much that suddenly you see yourself wishing that more should have come. When, let me use salary earners, for example, when your income is maybe 50,000 naira, you notice that you are managing it. The moment they increase it to 100,000 naira, what did you notice again? Is still not enough, because more lists will come that are not there before. What I'm saying is it true or false? Riches deceives people by making that which has come to your hand not enough. So you see that at every point in time, you are saying, "Oh God, I wish you will increase this one." And that is what causes people to be ungrateful. And one thing about gratefulness, thanksgiving, gratitude, is that it attracts increase. So mammon always try to cut short the increase that comes through gratefulness by ensuring that you are never grateful for what God has brought to you. Oh God, thank you for this money, but I wish that you have made it more is that a good, a good thanksgiving coming from the heart and as long as you are not grateful you will not increase and you will, see the spirit of thanksgiving is the spirit of peace spirit of joy spirit of god spirit of gratitude spirit of progress in the spirit realm is like a magnet attracting favor, attracting more connections attracting more progress you don't see it but that's how it happens if you see a man that is always grateful, always thanking God, always praising God always happy, appreciating God watch that man before you know it you will see him where you will never expect But those that keep complaining, every time you are complaining, it's not enough. How am I going to take care of this? Even when God has brought something, you don't appreciate. That person is under deception of money. Another way Mammon deceives or riches deceive people is to make people think that you can't you can't be rich. Except you soil your hand. Eh? Listen carefully. There are so many people today that are in the body of Christ. Their belief is this. That if you want to be a pastor, if you want to be a man of God, that is when you will be reading your Bible every day. That is when you will be praying. That is why the moment... You see somebody, or they see somebody that starts reading Bible and praying. They say, this one, a man on of God. This one is going to be a pastor. For their mind, they believe that an ordinary Christian should not pray too much. Should not pray or read Bible every day. That's why ask people that say they are born again, do you read your Bible every day? I read Bible, but not every day. 90% of them is very, very pitiful, unfortunate. I hope they are not here, such people. You say you are a child of God and you are eating food for physical body that termite will eat one day. And your soul, you are starving it of the word that will you know, cause it to grow and be able to have its own inheritance. You say you are busy. Pursuing what? Money. That's the deceit. That's what makes The word shock the word that it will not be fruitful. You will hear it. You will be happy. You will. But because money has deceived you, riches has deceived you, to believe that you cannot, you know, follow God seriously and get rich. I read the book of Job recently. The book of Job, recently, I, I studied it. Especially the beginning part. And the Bible said, Job was a perfect man. A, an upright man. A man that feared God and shuns evil. And then you now look at his wealth. To the extent that the Bible said that he is richer than all the men of the East. Is the richest. The richest man is the man that fears God. The richest man is the man that shuns evil. The richest man is the man that is upright, righteous, perfect, blameless. That's the richest man. Mama will not allow you to see this. It will make you feel that for you to become a millionaire or a billionaire, some say for you to hammer. You don't need to be too spiritual. Job said, I will be too spiritual and I will be the richest. And for, for, for you to see how a spiritual man can be very rich and still be spiritual. When the devil came and attacked all those things, did you know what Job said? He said, Naked, I came into this world naked will i go the lord brought the lord has taken away blessed be the name of the lord in all these things job did not sin against god what is the meaning of that those things that he has none of them entered his heart none of them entered his including his children they died and yet his heart was untouched his heart was unmoved. No wonder God boasted about him. Mama will tell you that, don't be too spiritual so that you'll be able to get me. Lie. Mama will tell you, this one that every day you are going to uh, discipleship, this every day you are reading Bible, is it what you are going to eat? Have you had that kind of thing before? Mama will tell you to go to work and pursue money from Monday to Saturday and on Sunday to also go for work on Sunday to get money When they ask you, say No No You know, when all that for for you on Sunday, all loadally for you on Sunday. You you look at yourself. You know, and these things are so real that when the thing will come, you will be looking at the problem. And he wants to keep you in that cycle always. Always. He makes you value it than God and the things of God. Mammon, will deceive you by making you to take away your trust from God and put your trust in it and then take your devotion, take your love a man, the Bible says in Luke 12, his ground was you know, brought forth so richly and then he now gathered them into his barn and he said, Oh my soul, you have goods laid off for many years for you. Relax, eat, you have gotten enough. And God said, You fool, this night your soul is required from you. And a question was asked All those things that He has gathered, who will eat it? Have you ever asked yourself what will happen to you? You know, I was watching a film. I think you are the one that sent it somewhere. There's a, a, a WhatsApp uh, something you sent somewhere. People that were working on a, on a. I think they are roofing a house. And they are using. What do you call this thing they are using? This um, a scaffold, scaffold, a scaffolding here. And one of them was working on the scaffold and he died there. When he died, other people thought that he was resting. And they touched him. He was there. He has died. And they are making effort. Two of them sincerely making effort to, to, to save him. And is it electric? Suddenly fire came up, sparked up and killed all of them. They, 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 all f- they were burnt alive and they fell down from that place. These are human beings like you that went to work. Maybe the person that I see, maybe that young man that is trying to, maybe a believer because that kind of heart is not common. You see the other people that we are watching, should I go or should I not go? But he was doing his best. You are not, mama will make you to think that you will live forever. You will make you to forget eternity, and you see yourself pursuing it, pursuing it, as if that is all. He will take your devotion, he will take your love, and you will not be stable in following God. What are the marks of those who are deceived by money, by riches? They love money. And they are devoted to money more than they are devoted to God. They are devoted. They are worried. Listen carefully. When somebody is sick, are you listening to me? You are not answering. Somebody is sick, headache, or stomach problem, or whatever kind of sickness. You see that the person will be trying to get healed, isn't it? He will take drug, he will go to hospital. But why is it that when somebody is spiritually sick, he does nothing about it? There are some of you here now that you know that you cannot pray again the way you used to pray. But you are not doing anything about it. You are so concerned about the physical. You are so concerned about the body. You are so devoted. The second mark of those that are deceived by money is that their decisions are guided by money. They are what? Decisions of what to do, where to live, where to work. What to do are guided by money. Anytime he's thinking of what to do, he will be asking. You see, they don't mind disappointing you. As long as he has gotten an offer that will give him higher pay. He may promise you, I will come and do your job. And then another person will call him and say, come and do my job. And the money that he's going to get from this person is double the one that he's going to get from you. He will not care about keeping to his promise that he has made. He will just call you, so he will not even call you and disappoint you because of money. Money is guiding their decision. Money, money. You are a servant of Mammono. You are not a Jesus said you cannot serve two masters, and the other master is not certain, is money, mammon. That is what shocks the word of God in the life of a Christian and makes him unfruitful. He will not be able to bear fruit from January to December. How many souls have you won? He cannot talk. He will be looking because he knows he has won no soul. Even his own soul that was won before is being lost. His own. And you are talking about winning another person. Because of pursuit of money and mammon. Some years ago, when I was working as a civil servant, an argument came up in the office. And then they were saying, if you have an offer now, they, they are not paying us up to 100000 then. They have said, if you have an offer now from oil company, where they will be paying you 500000 naira a month up. Won't you go? I said, no. I am not going to go. I will first of all pray to know whether God wants me to go or not. The money is not going to be the reason for my movement. What will move me is the will of God, not money. How many of us are like that? money. The same thing that moves unbelievers, that controls them, controls their decision, is what controls you. How many times have you missed discipleship class? And if you trace the reason, it is money. How many times? You know why God is talking to us like this? This year will not be like last year. You must be fruitful. All of the things that shocks the, 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 the fruit of the word of God in your life, These stones must be removed. In the name of Jesus. Is your decision guided by money? Decisions of who to be a friend? Decisions of what to do, where to live? If God asks you to go and teach in primary school, will you obey him? The first thing that will come to your mind is how much are they going to pay me? You use your mind, your brain, and be calculating. And when you calculate and notice that it is small money that they will pay you, you will say, I'm not going to teach. Where is God in that decision? Money is the one controlling you. You are not a child of God. Children of God are guided by God, not by money. You cannot serve God and money. Your decisions must not be guided by money. Somebody said, I couldn't come for discipleship because I was sick. I said, eh, you are sick. If somebody brought money now, eh, and said this money is for your treatment, take it and go to hospital so that you will get healed. The same person that will not come before God to get healing, We trust drug and doctor more than God. Any day you use because of sickness and fail to appear before God, you know what you are saying to God? I believe in doctors and um, drugs more than I believe in you and what you can do. You have not read about the woman of Samaria. um, Woman of the issue of blood. Do you remember that woman? She has gone to doctors. The Bible says she has spent all her money from one doctor to another. And none of them could hear her. Yet, the same doctors or people have your trust more. You stay at home. But when money come, you carry it and go to hospital. And you know what doctors do when, when they see you in the hospital? They will not even touch you. If you cry for pain, they will give you painkiller. Go to lab and, and test yourself first. Before I touch you Is that better than coming before God with faith, like the woman with the issue of saying, if I will touch this man today, I shall be made whole. Was she made whole or not? How can you say you are a Christian and your life is not guided by God? These things must stop in the name of Jesus. Their trust is in their riches to save them and to secure them. Yet, they are not saved. They are not secured by their riches. They are not saved. They are not secured. Another mark is that they are never content. They are never content with what they have. They keep complaining Let's read Hebrew, Hebrew chapter thirteen, verse five. It's a beautiful verse. Contentment. Hebrew thirteen, verse five. Let's read together. One to God. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Listen to what contentment means. Listen carefully. What is contentment? Listen. Contentment is choosing what God has chosen for you. Wanting what God has wanted for you. When you see a a contented man pray, look at his prayer. He say, oh God, don't let anything that you have not meant for me come to me. Any money that you have not released for me, Lord, let it not be given to me. Any connection that is not coming from you, Lord, take it away. I don't want it. I just want what you want for me. I just want to have all you want me to have. Are you you following me at all? Many people, they want anything. They want everything. Oh, God! If you don't want me to get married this year, I'm okay. As long as that is what you want. That's a contented man. He doesn't want to go... See, Some of us are not contented. You will see another person with this one. You will desire it to have it. That's covetousness. That's why I say, let your life be free from what? Covetousness. 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 You cannot be contented as if God doesn't know that you are existing. He has different time, program, agenda for us. Eh? He has what? Different times, program, agenda for us. This person's time of visitation may not be the same with this person. So a contented man waits for him, waits for his time. Because you know that at his time, you shall be blessed. But when you are not contented, you see yourself, and he will not visit you. Because you have not put your trust in him. The Bible says, without faith, it is not possible to... And you cannot receive anything from God if you don't have faith. You don't have a hand to receive anything. When somebody wants to give you something and you don't have hand, will you be able to receive that? In? You can't receive it with your nose. Faith is the hand with which you receive. You can't receive it with your head. You can't receive it with your leg. It's only hand that can receive something. And faith is that hand. Because you have demonstrated to him that you don't believe in him, that's why you are trying to fend for yourself. You can't put your trust in him. They, they can do anything to make money, anything to make money, whether good or bad. They don't care whether is this the will of God for me or not. And because of their trust in riches, they hardly give to God. They hardly give. Everyone that has been deceived by money, hardly what? Do you know why they, they find it difficult to give? Do you know why? They have put their trust in the money. Look at it. This is 5,000 Naira that he has. This is 5,000 Naira that he has. And God said, give out this 5,000. Who said give out this 5,000? Give it out. Use it to give for my work. Or give it to this person that is in need. Give it out. And then, when that thought comes to his mind... He will start calculating. This 5,000 can cook for me two pots of soup. Eh? And then I will eat it me, me and my family for five days. If I give it out, what am I going to eat for five days? So he believed in the power of this 5,000 to keep him for five days than in the power of the person that said give it out. You understand now. His trust in God is zero. Because if he has trusted in God that said give out these 5,000, he will give it out and say, God, you are the one that led me to give it out, so I give it out. And when he gives it out, then you now see what God can do. Are you following me at all? If you believe more in the power of money than in the power of God, you will be stingy. Just like children, who gave you the money that you have? Who gave you the money that you have? You will call a child and give him biscuits. And when you give him biscuits, you walk like this and turn back and say, can you give me one out of the five biscuits? What does the child do? You will do it like this. That's what so, so many of us are doing. From January to December, you cannot give God anything tangible, yet you are getting money. You will not be able to give. Even when the Spirit of God is prompting you to give, yet you are getting because you you trusted in money more than you trusted in God. Several brothers and sisters are beginning to release their, their stewardship token for January Genu- for, for 2022. Their January stewardship token. Whole month's salary. Throwing it, thru- trusting it onto God. And saying to God, I am forsaking all. This is my token for the year. Many people that trusted in their riches, they cannot do it. They will be calculating. When they finish calculation, they say no, 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 no. And you forgot what God can do. You forgot it doesn't stop you from singing songo, and dancing. You are the maker of heaven and earth. there is nothing. When we start singing, you sing their voice is always higher. But they don't believe what they are singing in practical. Amen. To avoid being deceived by money. You must not love money. The love of money is the root of all evil. True of us. The love of money. Love of money. Money will make you to woke up by 5 o'clock. Pursuing an appointment that is 6 a.m. And you will never go late. But if it is a program that is starting by 4. Where you will meet God. You will go late. And it will not even touch you. Somebody's heart must change today in the name of Jesus. First Timothy six, seventeen to nineteen. First Timothy six, seventeen to nineteen. Are you there? If you are there, let's read together. Instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be arrogant or to set their hope on the uncertainty of wealth but on God who richly provides us with all things to enjoy. Next verse. Instruct them to do good to be rich in good works. To be generous. And to be willing to share. To be willing to share. Be generous. Instruct them. Don't suggest to them. I'm not here to suggest to you. I am here to do what? Instruct you to be generous. Generous. Because some of you will say, I'm, I'm not rich. Who told you that you're not rich? You know, that's the problem. How do you know who is rich and who is not rich? And you say, you are not rich. Eh? You are not rich, but somebody who saw you eating three square meals in a day, and he's only eating one, he's saying, oh God, when will you visit me like this man? You are not getting me. You are saying, oh God, when will you give me a car? Like this man that has three. The one that has three cars is saying, Oh God, when will I build a house? Are, are you getting me now? So, if you think you're not rich, you are richer than somebody. That's how I know that you are rich. Are you understanding it now? You are living in a flat, but somebody has been living with nine children in one room for nine years. How many children? How many years? And you are living in what? And you are saying you are not rich, so you are rich. Amen. Let me quickly run through the other tone that called that is called the pledges of this life. The pleasures of this life. You remember, Luke eight fourteen says the tone represents threats. Number one is what? Cares of this life. Number two is what? Riches of this life. Number three is what? Pledges of this life. What about the pledges? Let's read Philippians chapter 3, 17 to 19 first. Philippians 3, 17 to 19 Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as you have us for an example. Verse 18. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you, even weeping. Paul said, I'm not just crying, I'm weeping as I'm talking to you now. That so many people that claim to be born again are enemies of the cross of Christ. He said he's weeping. He's weeping with tears. Verse 19. What are they doing? These people, their end is destruction, and their God is their what? Their belly. And their glory is in their shame. And they mind not heavenly things, but what? Earthly things. Their God is their belly. Eh? Pleasure that comes from food. They are controlled by pleasure. That comes from food. They pursue pleasure. Why does people commit masturbation? Why does people commit fornication? They know what God said don't do. And they are doing it. Pledgers of this life. It has become their God. They give time and attention that they are supposed to give to God. More to pledgers than they give to God. When they finish eating morning food, immediately their mind is set, thinking about what am I going to eat in the afternoon. Immediately, they finish morning. They're already thinking about what am I going to I'm going to, okay, let me go to market. I will buy this one. Oh, in the afternoon. When they finish afternoon, the next one is what? They are thinking about evening. So from morning to night, night to morning, what is their mind thinking? Are they thinking about soul to win? Are they thinking about what to do for God? Their, their mind is occupied with what my children will eat, school fees this one that one minding earthly things there is nothing like i have not preached the gospel to anybody this month and a month is going they don't think like that look at january we will soon have incubation school in this saturday they are not even bothered thinking who will come to christ and become a disciple through my hand this saturday it has never entered their head this is what causes unfruitfulness Pleasures of this life, and whatever that gives you pleasure, you have to watch it. Whatever, because sometimes what gives this person pleasure is not what gives this person what pleasure. Bible spoke of Moses in Hebrew eleven twenty four that Moses he has opportunity to be the next Pharaoh. But he chose. By faith, Moses. Go back. When he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Next verse, 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to what? Enjoy the pleasures of sin for a, for a season. To enjoy the ple- Look at Moses. Moses is the next pharaoh in waiting. Next what? Pharaoh in waiting. But on his own, he deliberately decided that I will visit my people and I will deliver my people. Even if it costs, costs me losing that position. And he went out for it. And as he was doing it, a time came when he knew that this will cause a trouble and the trouble came and he has to go. He, he was deliberate. He said, how can I be in the palace here eating and drinking when my people are suffering? He refused the pleasure. The Bible called it pleasures of sin. It's a pleasure, so it's a pleasure of sin because you are eating and drinking and the people of God are suffering. That's why it's a pleasure of sin. It's a normal food and all of that, but it's become a pleasure of sin because the people of God are suffering and you are enjoying and partying. Go ahead. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than what? The treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. There are some of you, you will rather watch Asna and you for two hours than pray for two hours. How many hours can you pray at a stretch or minutes can you pray at a stretch? You say 25 minutes. How many hours can you watch match at a stretch? At a stretch, film. There are some of you that will watch film. Twelve hours at a stretch. Six hours. But you cannot pray. You cannot pray six hours. Can you? But you can watch things six hours. Two of us. Say the truth. That is it. What is the problem? Pleasure. What is it that gives you pleasure? These are the things that will not allow the word of God to bear fruit in your life moses rejected the pledge some of you what gives you pleasure is business as soon as you are getting contract and you are doing the business and money is coming you see your heart you are very happy you just came back that day you buy one you know bush meat, and say my wife you know let's eat you are happy money money makes you happy even when your spiritual life is zero you are still happy because of what taco so that you be free, because of money. You come back from work and money is everywhere. Look at the look at the when, when somebody say, "Give me change." You say, "How much change do you need?" You bring the bundle. You are doing it like this, and you are very happy. Within you, you are very happy. The source of your joy is not God; it's a mammon. That's where your pleasure is coming from. Some of you, social media, from WhatsApp to Instagram, from Instagram to uh, Facebook, eh? you will hold phone from morning to night, six hours. The moment you get phone, on, on a, it will be doing you like a mad person. Go to WhatsApp, go to WhatsApp. You know, as if something is pushing you. Your pleasure now is phone. When you woke up in the morning, instead of you to pray, what is the first thing you are looking for? Phone. And when you get phone, where do you go first? WhatsApp. And when you get the WhatsApp, you are checking news, small, small videos and and messages and all of that. And I see you are paying attention like this. Eh? You have not prayed. You have not read your Bible. Your life is empty. Some of you will spend time going through people's WhatsApp status from one person to another. You say, hey, let me know what they post newly. You are checking. You are checking and you are happy. It's, okay, let me go to the other person. You used to post something current. Yeah, I can The devil has occupied and engaged you. Pledges of this life. We not allow the word of God to bring forth fruit in your life. It will shock. No matter what you hear, you go to conference, you hear but pleasure of WhatsApp and phone and uh, Facebook will not allow that word to bring forth fruit. Somebody must be delivered today in the name of Jesus. What is it that gives you pleasure that will not allow the word of God to take root in your life? You must identify it and reject it. Rise on your feet and pray. Say to God, i must be fruitful this year whatever that represents pleasure that strokes your word in my life i reject mammon shall not deceive me anymore money shall not be my point of downfall again pray yourself out tonight we cannot continue to go around the cycle again and again thank you for listening Trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.calvaryonline.org. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 80 65607999. You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labors.